You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Fresh accusations of Russian government hacking from Ukraine. Threat actors adapt. ASLR bypass exploit is demonstrated. Yahoo's acquisition by Verizon appears likely to be deeply discounted. From RSA, notes on coming industry consolidation. An update on the Popper D3 Android malware. And how they name the bears. I'm Dave Bittner in San Francisco with your CyberWire summary for Thursday, February 16th, 2017. Ukraine yesterday accused Russia of conducting new cyber attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure. Alexander Tukachuk, chief of staff of Ukraine's security service, said at a press conference that Russian intelligence services were orchestrating a campaign that enlisted the aid of both security firms and criminal hackers to attack Ukraine's energy and financial sector. He claimed the intelligence Ukraine had developed suggested that the threat actors were those responsible for the black energy malware implicated in earlier attacks on his country's power grid. CrowdStrike CTO Dmitry Alperovich has been describing how threat actors, again principally Russian ones, have adapted their tactics since last year's influence operations directed against U.S. elections. Alperovich sees a trend. Hackers are likelier than before to release compromising information taken from their targets, and they're showing a new readiness to alter that information before disseminating it. Researchers at VU have published a method of bypassing the address space layout randomization protections, that's ASLR, that's in major browsers and operating systems. Should this exploitation method be confirmed, it would have serious general implications for security. We'll be following the developments as they become available. In industry news, Yahoo may be reducing the asking price in its planned acquisition by Verizon. Reports suggest Yahoo may now be willing to accept more than $300 million less than initially planned. The reduction is seen as having been a result of the very large breaches Yahoo disclosed last year. Western security, intelligences, and diplomatic services, especially in the U.S., are making a renewed, concerted attempt to counter ISIS messaging. RSA, now in its penultimate day, continues its exploration of security industry themes. The prospect of consolidation, with its attendant concerns and perceived opportunities, is much in the air this year. That was indeed the topic of a keynote yesterday by Palo Alto Network CEO Mark McLaughlin, He called it the coming disruption, and he predicted that industry consolidation would emerge from improved security as a natural outcome. Alluding to the common complaint that enterprise security teams struggle with too many unintegrated point solutions, McLaughlin predicted that, quote, 
the measure of the industry's success would be instead of people saying, I have 20, 30, 40 vendors, and I have to figure out how to handle that, they'll say, I have 400 vendors, and I'm good with that, end quote. He argued that this happy state would come about as vendors developed, quote, better ways of consuming their value proposition, end quote, and that better way would consist of turning the product on. He foresees the security industry being transformed by increased cooperation, especially in threat intelligence, and that this transformation would come about when people realize that everyone doesn't have to be the platform. It's fun to wander the aisles of the RSA conference and try to get a sense for what the overarching themes might be this year. James Lyne is Global Head of Security Research for Sophos, and we caught up with him on the show floor. There's a lot of focus here on the tactical but important issues, ransomware. People have realized it's a big issue for, for companies, so of course it's, it's showcased here. There's a lot of focus as well on machine learning, adaptive learning, and the use of data science in driving better security. That's been a really exciting area that we've embraced um, over, the, over the past couple of years and is undoubtedly one of the big hot topics here. Um, and I think that probably will be one of the big hot topics over the next couple of years as well, because it can be applied to so many different areas of security, so many different types of user policy or, or detection at each of the layers. I think we're really only the, at the beginning of the journey uh, in application of that to security. I just, I would say to, to anyone listening, you know, don't rest on your laurels as to the approach to security that, that has to be taken. We're in a fascinating time where there's a lot of disruptive approaches, a lot of interesting new tactics for dealing with old threats and new alike. Challenge your vendors with how they're solving problems more innovatively and make sure that your implementation is as simple as possible. Complexity is ultimately the greatest enemy of security. Make your life easier, focus on the high-value problems. That's James Line from Sophos. We'll have more reports on the conference tomorrow and early next week, but we did want to close by adding some clarification to a story that attracted much attention earlier this year. CrowdStrike's report that the Russian army was using Android malware to target Ukrainian artillery units operated in the Donbass. We were able to catch up with CrowdStrike and discuss their research. We confirmed that the compromised app in question, Popper D30, is in fact a technical fire direction application, a gunnery program that computed the technical solution to be applied to the guns themselves, enabling them to deliver indirect fire against the targets they've been ordered to engage. It was developed to replace the older, slower, more cumbersome manual computations done with charts and slide rules. The malware did not, as had been widely reported, although not by CrowdStrike, extract GPS data from the devices of Popper D30 users. It did collect information that would be useful in deriving some order of battle intelligence. More interestingly, it collected course location information about the compromised device. Such information isn't precise enough to generate a target, but it does provide a very useful target indicator that could then be confirmed and refined by more precise methods of observation – drones, radar, forward observers, and so on. Pulling course location only also offered the attackers a measure of stealth. Extracting more precise geolocations would have drawn down device batteries more quickly, possibly arousing user suspicions. The advantages of an app that can compute gunnery data are obvious. 
Only the most paranoid operator would counsel a return to charts, pins, protractors, and slide rules. That said, there's no doubt someone in the basement of Fort Sill's Knox Hall is mulling exactly that. Oh, and one more thing. How does CrowdStrike name the bears it finds? The honor goes to the researcher who discovers the threat actor. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Joining me once again is Dale Drew. He's the chief security officer at Level 3 Communications. Um, Dale, you wanted to share some specific advice uh, when it comes to choosing and hiring your cybersecurity providers. Uh, yeah, so so we recently wrote uh, a, a blog on this, um, you know, to sort of put, put this, this concept out there. But... But in essence, our theory is with with security being as competitive as it is, with the resources being as thin as they are, and with the bad guys being as capable of they, uh, as they are, and that, that capability evolving at a more rapid pace than we've ever seen before – the sort of theorem that we've that we're posing out there for for dialogue is why would you hire your own security capability and organically try to not only grow and evolve uh, that capability but try to respond to to the to the sophisticated landscape rather than give that capability to a third party so if you take a managed security provider um most managed security providers not only have to have a a fairly significant uh, compliance regimen, um, they also serve a significant number of industries. So they have a pretty cross-domain set of expertise associated with fighting uh, security threats. And so you have this sort of concentrated set of security expertise who's vetted this, this, the, the security product uh, capability landscape already who um, has cross-domain expertise and can see threats in industries before they hit your industry, and who has solved the hiring problem associated with that, that finite set of resources 
uh, in solving uh, cybersecurity problems. And it's pretty much the same mentality that people have today when, with regards to how they hire security guards. They don't hire their own security guards as employees. They contract that out through a third-party service because that's a capability they don't want to be good at. They want to be good at their core business. And we think it should be the same for security, as especially as those threats evolve and especially as those threats are not specific to individual companies anymore, but they're specific to industries, we really think companies have a responsibility to spread that capability across uh, your, your, your managed security providers. You know, the argument I, I often hear on the other side of that is that people say, well, that's great, but I really want to, I want to be in control. I need to have control. Yeah, and I, and I would say, you know, if, if you're, well, I mean, I, I would argue the other way. I would argue um, if you want to take uh, a bus to work, you don't have to be the driver. Um, you know, you, you want to be a passenger on that bus and you want to give the expertise to that driver. And, and I would say security has evolved to the point now where you almost have a, a, a fiduciary responsibility not to be an expert in that field because you can only be an expert up to your individual total capability, whereas a managed service provider who's got capability across multiple industries and multiple domains has no choice other than to be experts across that entire field, and you get the overall benefit from that. If, if I have a dollar of investment, I'm having to spend more of that dollar in the sort of niche security capability to protect my company than I am my core responsibility. And so I'd say from a budgetary perspective, you have a responsibility from an investment perspective to spend that dollar the wisest way you can. And the wisest way you can is to give it to someone who already is an expert in that, in that field and, and who can provide that capability better than you can today. All right. Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's The Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. 
That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now.